0: During a crisis is to keep on doing what you've been doing, which is long-term meditation. To, the best thing to reduce anxiety, which is the worst thing for immunity, is anxiety. So the best thing to cure anxiety is meditation. So we're going to continue meditating upon Thomas Taylor, the botanist, in uh, How the Elysian Mysteries... We had read before how the soul had descended into the body. And we're continuing on that topic. After this, Pluto, forcing his passage through the earth, seizes on Persephone. Oh no, carries her away with him. Notwithstanding the resistance of Minerva and Diana, who are forbid by Jupiter, who in this place signifies fate, To attempt her deliverance, whereby the resistance of Minerva and Diana no more is signified than that the lapse of the soul into a material nature is contrary to the genuine wish and proper condition as well uh, of the corporeal life, depending on her essence, as of her true and rational nature, where therefore may the soul in such a situation, pathetically proclaim with Persephone, quote, "O male directi foris despectaque matris," O oh, sadly chosen flowers, maternal counsel wantonly despised of artful Venus.
1: Hmm.
0: you think we cho- she chose sadly chose flowers? Hmm. I mean, her choosing the narcissus flower led to narcissism. With looking at the body in the in the stream and the walked well, in the water, I saw my body in a stream of water and decided to merge into the physical body. And I could have just remained an intellect or soul on the higher planes, but I saw this. Is that what happened to me? Mm-hmm. But according to Minutius Felix, Prosepone was carried by Pluto through thick woods and over a length of sea and brought into a cavern the residence of the dead, whereby woods, a maternal nature, is plainly implied. The woods implies a material nature. As we have already observed in the first part of this discourse, where the reader may likewise observe the agreement of the description in this particular with that of Virgil, in his descent of his hero. For in the words, Tene, media, omnia, silvae, croquita, casque, min, labens, circumvenant atro. Crotictus fury banks in the shades of Erubus and drink the wave of stagnant lith, breathing then around obvious vapors. The woods are expressly mentioned in the ocean as an evident agreement with as signifying the flowing condition of a material nature and the sorrows attending its connection with the soul. Pluto, then having hurried Persephone into the infernal regions and the soul having sunk into the profundities of a material nature, a description of her marriage next succeeds or in, uh, succeeds. Or of her union with the dark tenement of body. I feel like I'm in a dark tenement right now. Where in... New York and a dark tenement of the body. Hmm. Are we sheltering in place? Jamsis inferno proce resperus orbi. Now Hesperus descended into the infernal shades and led the Virgin to the bridal bow. Night stood attendant in bright counsels, stellations robbed in glittering stars, while happiest omens shed their kindly influence. Hmm. You think Virgil, like Dante, traveled up into the heavens and figured all this stuff out? In which night is, with great beauty and propriety, introduced, standing by the nuptial couch. uh, Nuptials. And confirming the obvious oblivious league for the soul through her union with the material body becomes familiar with darkness. Well, no. It's like your third eye going dark or something. It's horrible and subject to the empire of night and consequence of which she dwells wholly in delusive phantoms until she breaks her fetters is deprived of the perception of that which is real and true. In the next place we are presented with the following beautiful and pathetic description of Proserpine appearing in a dream to Ceres and bewailing her captive and miserable condition. Do you think that we should cry to God that we're in a miserable condition and we'll try, pray to get out of it?
1: We can try.
0: Do you want to read this one? Yeah, maybe. Sed dunc ipsa si ajam non ambaggapas That's the Latin. Are you going to read? Uh-huh. You are. Okay, there you go. It's right here.
1: At length, no more mysteriously veiled, in doubtful slumbers, the acknowledged save. of serpentine appalls the mother's sleep, or in a cave oh lorn, she saw her seat. In zones. In hideous darkness, not that maid uh, whom late and blossomed in the iceless she left, uh, nor with uh, that beauty graced which uh, revolved well uh, in Ina's flowering and shunting veil. That miring goddess loaded with gold uh, shone, her uncircled hair and gloomy night. Added strange lust to her sterner eyes. Dead was the rose upon her cheeks, Illum, illumed uh, with other uh, fires, and all her hair betrayed in infectious gloom. Afraid uh, seers serious uh, scarce uh, dirt trust the mournful vision yet at length. Uh, by dread anxiety compelled, these words mingled with frequent sight escaped her lips. What crime awakes this punishment? oh whence this spectre horrible, from whom proceeds uh, the hateful work of cruelty? oh say, terrific form, are you indeed my child? Or oh, does some idle phantom? of the night those with a real terror save my soul <laughs> so this is what the mother saw eh? for such indeed is the wretched situation of the soul when profoundly merged in a corporeal nature so that she not only becomes captive and fettered but loses all her original splendor is defiled with the impurity of matter, and the piercing vigor of your rational side is blunted. We are, we are te- talking about Christianity, tol- uh, emphasizing the mm-hmm. uh, uh, Christianity. We talking, we complain about Christianity emphasizing mm-hmm. uh, punishment and mm-hmm. uh, and pain and suffering mm-hmm. in this life. Yeah. But look how much they emphasize it. In ancient Greece. Just, uh, I mean, mm. uh, it's uh, amazing to what degree they emphasize. Well, the life as, uh,
0: people suffered then as well as now. They suffer.
1: It's amazing. So Christianity continues that. It uh, that doesn't mm. do any be- any worse to better.
0: association uh, with physical. And
1: deemed through the thick darkness of a material night, uh, where to the reader may observe how. Persephone, being represented as confined in the dark, recess of a prison and bound with feathers, confirms the explanation of the fable here given as a symbolical of the descent of the soul. It seems Christianity took after densians. For such as we have already largely proved uh, is the condition of the soul from its union with body, according to the uniform testimony of the most ancient philosophers and priests. After this, the wanderings of seers of the discovery of Proserpine commence, uh, in which she is described by Minutius Felix, beguered with serpent and bearing two lighted torches in her hands, by Claudine, but by Claudian, instead of being girt with a serpent, she commences herself by night in a car drawn by dragons. But the meaning of the allegory is the same in each, for both a serpent and a dragon are emblems of a divisible life, subject to transitions with, with which, in this case, our intellectual part becomes connected sense as these animals put off their skins uh, and become young again so the divisible life of the soul falling into generations is rejuvenated uh, rejuvenized in its subsequent progression but what emblem can more beautifully represent the evolutions and processions of an intellectual nature into the regions of sense that the wanderings of seals by the light of torches through the darkness of night and her continuing the pursuit uh, till the proceed till she proceeds of the soul till she proceeds into the depths of hate till she proceeds into the depths of hate itself of the intellectual part of the soul when it towards the body and kindness indeed uh, a light in the dark receptacle but becomes itself situated in obscurity and uh, as proclus unkindness uh, oh, indeed a light in the in its dark receptacle but becomes itself situated in obscurity in soul, and as proclus somewhere divinely observes the mortal nature by this means participates of intellect, but the intellectual part becomes obnoxious to death. The tears and lamentations too of Ceres in her course are symbolical both of the providential energies of intellect about a mortal nature and the miseries with which such energies are with respect to partial souls like ours attended. Nor is it without reason that Zachus or Bacchus is celebrated by Orpheus as the companion of herself, for Bacchus is the evident symbol, symbol of partial energies of intellect. And its distribution into the obscure and lamentable dominions of sense. Uh, Do you like to read?
0: Yeah, I where is it? Hear, but hmm. but uh, our explanation will receive additional strength from considering that these sacred rites occupied the space of nine days in their celebration. This doubtless because, according to Homer in his hymn to Ceres, this goddess did not discover the residence of her daughter till the expiration of that period. For the soul, in falling from her original and divine abode in the heavens, passes through eight spheres, vis-à-vis the erratic sphere and the seven planets, assuming a different body and employing different energies in each and becomes connected with the sublunary world and a terrene body as the ninth and most object gradation of her descent. And hence the first day of initiation into these mystic rites was called I... What's the Greek word? (laughs) I-O-V-R-O something. According to Hes. Spell it. See, I don't know the Greek letters. Hmm. First day of initiation. You can come look later. And this was... What? An assembly and everything collecting together. And this was the greatest propriety for, according to Pythagoras, this one. A... Ayermon. Ayermon.
1: Ayermon. Mystic rains come, Ayermon. Hm, I'm not so sure. Come,
0: you don't know that uh, the greatest property for, according to Pythagoras, the people of dreams are souls collected together in the galaxy. Mm. <laughs> For and from this part of the heavens, souls first begin to descend, and after this, the soul falls from the Tropic of Cancer into the planet Saturn, and to this, the second day of initiation was consecrated, which they called something. (laughs) Because, says Muuricius. Yeah, on that day the crier was accustomed to admonish the mystics to partake themselves yeah, to the sea. Or
1: Greek, uh, Greek
0: what about it? You can?
1: Yeah, on Google, that's what I do. I type, what, uh, and, uh, type
0: the word in ancient Greek? Type it, uh, yeah, and type do ancient Greek it. definition? Now, the meaning of this will be easily understood by considering that, according to the arcana of the ancient theology, as may be learned from Proclus. The whole Proclus in uh, Theological Plata Libesics, uh, Proclus, the whole planetary system, is under the dominion of Neptune, and this, too, is confirmed by Martianus Capella. Who describes the seven planets as so many streams? Can you view the planets as being streams? Hence, when the soul falls into the planet Saturn, which Capula compares to a river, voluminous, sluggish, and cold, she then first merges herself into fluctuating matter though pure than that of a subliminary luminary nature, and of which water is an ancient and symbolic a significant symbol. Besides, the sea is an emblem of purity, as is evident from the Orphic hymn to ocean, in which that deity is called the greatest purifier of the gods, and Saturn, as we have already observed, is pure intellect, Pure intellect. Mm-hmm. God. They make a big deal about pure intellect. Mm-hmm. Should we have a pure intellect? And what still more confirms the subsuffration is that Pythagoras, as we have informed by Forphyry in his life of that philosopher. Dear, did Forphyry write a life of Pythagoras? Forphyry? He, was a of Procolus, so he wrote a life wrote, yeah, wrote but we read one by he wrote a life of Pythagoras yeah, symbolically Manish, Manish, does, right? symbolically called the sea a tear of Saturn it's just a tear of Saturn but the eighth day of initiation which is symbolical of the souls falling into the lunar orb was celebrated by the mystics with repeated initiation and second, sacred rites, because the soul in this situation is about to bid adieu to everything of a celestial nature, to sink into a perfect oblivion of her divine origin and pristine felicity, and to rush profoundly into the region of dissimilitude, ignorance and error. Dear, is, that, is there an initiation where you are initiated into the world? Here they're initiated into becoming with one with the body, and it's the reversal. <laughs> you could be initiated into getting going down from heaven. <laughs> Do you want to be initiated in going down into earth or going up? And lastly, on the ninth day, when the soul falls into the sublunary world and becomes united with the terrestrial body, a libation was performed, such as is usual in sacred rites. Here are the mystics filling two earthen vessels of broad and spacious bottoms, which were called... Oh, God. Uh, I should learn Greek pronunciation. I could read this. Pila Pilon mu, mo, ha, ro. <laughs> Paila, pailan, plimohoy, plimohoy, and, plimohoy,
1: and, plimohoy, and,
0: plimohoy. and, kotiliski, kotiliski. And the former of these words denoting vessels of a conical shape, and the latter small bowls or cups sacred to Bacchus. They placed one towards the east and the other towards the west, and the first of these was doubtless, according to the interpretation of Proclus, sacred to the earth and symbolical of the souls proceeding from an orbicular figure and a divine form into conical deflection and terrain situation but the other was sacred to the soul and symbolical of its celestial origin since our intellect is the legitimate progeny of Bacchus. I should be
1: able to get the Greek back into my phone.
0: God, we're going to have to read the Bacchian mysteries now, dear. Can
1: you do that? What? Can
0: you put the Greek back into my phone? Yeah, I can put the Greek in. Come. I can't... Come. Come. Put the Greek in. Yeah, so I can
1: look into the voice.
0: But it's all Greek to me, and you're asking me to put the Greek in. <laughs> <laughs> Keyboard. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I would go to, say, general. Hmm. Keyboard. Boot. Mm. Hmm. Text placements. Uh, dictation languages. Uh, uh ah, where is the keyboard? Uh, hmm. Text replacement keyboards you have your greek doesn't somehow add new keyboard greek doesn't seem to be there where is it
1: it was but because i typed a lot uh Many French words it came, the French (sighs) replied.
0: Why is it? Why is it not there? It says Greek is there. You just don't have it coming up because you probably have it and don't know it. there's Greek letters just oh. keep pushing that till you have it you already had Greek
1: okay, so,
0: um, you had Greek to... and didn't know it we all have Greek I and don't it know it I had it in the
1: past I know what, is what are you looking on? at I'm gonna,
0: I have to read on since Climont our intellect forward. is the legitimate progeny of Bacchus we're going to dear we're going to have to read the Bacchic mysteries because now I'm curious about Bacchus <laughs>
1: still don't have it here, this I, here on, on Google I don't have it, you
0: see? You do have it. You have it. You've had the ability to go back to Kansas ever since you... You've gone You have had the ability to go to Kansas. Just click your slippers. Mm-hmm. Where's the uh, explorer?
1: Explorer?
0: What are you doing there? Yeah. You don't have it. You do have it. There it is. No. Why is it? And this too is a signified by the position of the earthen vessels for according to a mundane distribution of the divinities the eastern center of the universe which is analogous to fire belongs to Jupiter who likewise governs the erratic sphere and the western to Pluto who governs the earth because the West is a low light to Earth on account of its dark and nocturnal nature. This is all very true, and what they think now is completely wrong. The Greeks were right on them all along. Again, according to Clemis Alexandrinus, the following confession was made by the new mystic in the sacred rites. is called
1: Gnosopolis, a city of gnosis, of knowledge. <sighs>
0: Very good. Keep looking up. The sacred writings in an answer to Primo the interrogations.
1: Hoy. Hoy, mm. A big uh, no. uh, i'dria, idria with a big opening.
0: All right, you can work in the Greek research department. In an answer to the interrogations of the heliophant. "Quote: I have fasted, but I have drank." A miscellaneous potion, and having done this, have taken out of the cista, and placed what I have taken out into colathus, and alternatively I've taken out of the colathus and put into the cista. But as this pertains to a circumstance attending the wanderings of Ceres, who which form the most mystic part of the ceremonies, it is necessary to adduce the following arcane narration summarily collected from the writings of Arnobius. A. R. B. I. U. S. Quote, the goddess Ceres, when searching through the earth for her daughter in the course of her wanderings, arrived at the boundaries of Ulysses in the Attic region, a place which was then inhibited by a people called Avrozoxes, or descended from the earth, whose names were as follows, Balbo, Babo, Triptolinus. Tysalus, in a goatherd, Ubius, a keeper of swine, and Umolpus, a shepherd, of whom the race of the Umolpites descended in the illustrious name of Secropite, where it was derived, and who afterwards flourished as bearers of the Cacu, Caduceus, and Erophants, and criers belonging to the sacred rites. Bob, Babo, oh, therefore, who was of the female sex, received Circe, Ceres wearied with complicated evils as her guest, and endeavored to soothe her sorrows by obsequious, flattering attendance. For this purpose she entreated her to pay attention to the refreshment of her body, and placed before her a... Uh, miscellaneous potion, to assuage the vehemence of her thirst, but the sorrowful goddess was adverse from her solicitations, and rejected the friendly officiousness of the hospitable dame. Uh The matron, however, who was not easily repulsed, still continued her entries which were as absurd obstinately resisted by Ceres, who persevered in her refusal with unshaken constancy and invincible rigor. But when Babo, Babo had thus often exerted her endeavors to appease the sorrows of Ceres, but without any effect she at length changed her arts and determined to try if she could not exhilarate, oh, exhilarate by prejudice a mind which she was not able to allure by serious attempts for this purpose she freed from concealment that part of her body through which the female sex produces children and arrived she freed from concealment that part of her body through which the female sex produces children that's Babo did that she did that
1: mm-hmm. mm.
0: This is where we got uh, sex, I guess. Uh-huh. you think... Uh, well, everybody was a virgin, and then suddenly she derives the appellation of women. Uh-huh. Thus she caused to assume a pure appearance and a smoothness such as is found in the private parts of a stripling child. She then returns to the afflicted goddess and in the midst of those attempts which are usually employed to alleviate distress she uncovers herself and exhibits her secret parts. Mm. Upon which the goddess fixed her eyes and was delighted with the novel method of mitigating the anguish of sorrow. This this is like a novel method. She delighted in it. Delighted in the... Novel method of mitigating the anguish of sorrow is that where you have sex to mitigate your sorrow. <laughs> hmm.
1: hmm. Hmm.
0: Huh. Hmm. And was delighted and employed. And she uncovers herself and exhibits her secret parts upon which the goddess fixed her eyes and was delighted with the novel method of mitigating the anguish of sorrow and afterwards becoming cheerful. Through the laughter she assuages the young ardor of her thirst with the miscellaneous potion which she had before despised. Now she takes the potion. She's attracted to the secret part thus far are nobilis uh, the same narration as the past epitomized by Clemens Alexandrinus, who is very indignant at the indecency as he conceives in the story and in his composing the Arcana of the Lycionian rites, Lycinian rites. <clears throat>
1: Took the heat so high.
0: The heat? Yeah. Yeah, the heat went up dramatically. <laughs> we are overheating. Doesn't the coronavirus prefer heat and dry heat over humidity? I would try to freeze it to death myself. <laughs> no idea. You can open the windows wide open. Open the windows. (laughs) Indeed, as the simple father, with the usual ignorance of a Christian priest, considered the fable literally and as designed to promote indecency and lust. Do you think this promotes indecency and lust? We cannot wonder at his ill timed and malevolent abuse. I think all these sex stories,
1: um,
0: I think we should, um, maybe uh, these Greek myth- Greek mythologies should be uh, suppressed because uh, it's too sexy. <laughs> if I was the priest. <laughs> but the fact is, but the fact is this narration belonged to the, there's another word here, I ro, apo, po, ro, na, ra, apo, po, no, ra. The arcane discourses on
1: account.
0: Aporita. Mm. Aporita. Yeah, oh. even.
1: An arcane; they use that to hmm. the things they don't say in a way. The arcane
0: discourse is on account of its mystical meaning, and to but, uh, prevent it from becoming the object of ignorant declamation, licentious, licentious perversion, and impious contempt for the impurity and excellence of this, these institutions, is perpetually acknowledged even by Doctor Warburton himself who in this instance has dispersed for a moment the mist of delusion necessarily produced by a religion full of barbarous impiety, wild fanaticism, and intolerant zeal. That's that guy I don't like. Besides, as iamblichus beautifully observes in De Mysteris, quote, exhibitions of this kind in the mysteries were designed to free us from less sensuous passions by gratifying the sight and at the same time vanquishing desire through the awful sanctity with which these rites were occupied. Accompanied for, says he, quote, the proper way of freeing oneself from the passions is first to indulge them with moderation, by which means they become satisfied to listen, as it were, to persuasion, and may thus be entirely removed. You think you should indulge in moderation? The proper way of freeing oneself from the passions is first to indulge them with moderation, by which means they become satisfied, listen as it were to persuasion, and may thus be entirely removed. This doctrine is indeed so rational that it can never be objected to by any but quacks, quacks, quakes, quacks in philosophy and religion. For as he is nothing more than a quack in medicine who endeavors to remove a latent bodily disease before he has called it forth externally and by this means diminished his fury, so he is nothing more than a pretender in philosophy who attempts to remove the passions by violence." Indeed, of moderate compliance and genuine persuasion, you think you can remove uh, passions by violence, mm-hmm. just say like you can't do this or that or I'll kill you <laughs> mm-hmm. by violence or just moderation <laughs> I don't also think you can you remove know, passions by violence, now. but to return from this digression, the following appears to be huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: What? find uh, It is out of um, the list in a way, something that is not uh, available, some kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, they're not offering in a way.
0: But to return to this digression, the following appears to be the secret meaning of this mystical discourse. The matron Bo may be considered as a symbol of that passive, effeminate, and corporeal life through which the soul becomes united with this terrene body, and through which being at first ensnared, it descended, and as it were, was born into the realms of generation, passing, and by this means, from mature perfection, splendor, and reality into infinity infancy, and darkness and error. Hmm. Cirrus, therefore, or the intellectual part of the soul in the course of her wanderings, that is... Wow, Cirrus is just considered the intellectual part. Hmm. In the course of her wanderings, that is, of her revolutions and processions into matter, is Alain captivated by with the arts of Babo or the corporeal life. It's like just saying the intellect is captive, gets uh, captivated by sex. Do uh, you think? Do you think mm-hmm. we should have free love at at Oxford when we're trying to study?
1: No, mm. Don't say more than
0: you should to say. <laughs> yeah intellectual part of the soul in the course of her wandering studies in her revolutions and processions into matter it is at length captivated with the arts of babo or the corporeal life forgets her sorrows that is imbues the oblivion of her wicked wretched state in the mingled potion which she prepares the m- m- Miscellaneous liquor being an obvious symbol of such a life, mixed and impure, and on this account obnoxious to corruption and death, since everything pure and unmixed is incorruptible and divine. And here it is necessary to caution the reader from imagining that, because, according to the fable, the wanderings of Cirrus commence after the rape of proserpine. Hence, intellect descends posterior to the soul, And in a separate manner, for nothing more is meant by the circumstance than that intellect, from the superior excellence of its nature, has a causal, though not a temporal, priority to soul, and that on this account a defection and revolt commences indeed from soul, and afterwards takes place in an intellect yet not so, as the former descends without the inseparable attendance of the latter. For this explanation, then, of the fable, we may easily perceive the meaning of the mystic confession. I have fasted, but I have drank a miscellaneous potion. And for by the former part of the assertion, no more is meant than that intellect... Previous to its imbibing oblivion through the fraudulent arts of a corporeal life, abstains from all material concerns and does not mingle itself as far as its nature is capable of such debasement with even the necessary delights of the body. And as to the latter part, it doubtless allured, alludes to the descent of Proserpine to Hades and her reascent to the abodes of her mother Ceres, that is, to the circumcirculations of soul, and her alternately falling into generation, and ascending from whence into the intelligible world, and becoming perfectly converted to her divine and intellectual part. For the Sista, C-I-S-T-A, contained the most arcane symbols of the mysteries into which it was unlawful for the profane to look. And whatever were its contents, we learn from the hymn of Calumachus, of two circuit series, that they were formed from gold. Uh, which from its incorruptibility is an evident sign, a symbol of an immaterial nature. And as to Caluthus, this, as we are told by Claudian, was filled with the spoils or fruits of the field, which are manifest symbols of life, corporeal and terrene. so that the mystic, by confessing that he had taken from the sister and placed what he had taken in the cowatus, and the contrary, occultly acknowledged the descent of his soul from a condition of being wholly immaterial immor- or immortal into one material and mortal, and that, on the contrary, by living according to the purity which the mysteries inculcated, he should reascend. To that perfection of his nature from which he had unhappily fallen. God. Did, how do we reascend? <laughs> it only now remains that we consider the last part of this fabulous narration or arcane discourse in which it is said that after the goddess Ceres had on arriving at Eulicina had discovered her daughter. She instructed the Eulucinians Ileuc- in the plantation of corn. Oh goodness! They just plant corn. Friends, huh? So if you Google where
1: "corn," began, it would not
0: tell you an breed, Yeah, but that's yeah? just a, a a word. It could be any plant. And according to Claudian, the search of Ceres for her daughter. Through the goddess discovering the art of tillage as she went, proved the occasion of a universal benefit to mankind. Maybe they invented farming. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know why the farmers don't become Alusinian mister Mysterians. If they're into tillage. I would take this back to the farm if it was me. <laughs> For the universal benefit of mankind, now the secret meaning of this will be obvious by considering that the descent of intellect into the realms of generation becomes indeed the greatest benefit and ornament which a material nature is capable of receiving. For without the participation of intellect in the lowest regions of matter, nothing but irrational soul and a brutal life would subsist in its dark and fluctuating abode. As the art of tillage, therefore, in particular the plantation of corn becomes the greatest possible benefit to our sensible life. God. The plantation of corn becomes the greatest possible benefit to our sensible life. My God.
1: Yeah,
0: that's good culture. Yeah. God, I thought that. I thought this was about. I don't know what this was about. Hmm. No symbol can more aptly represent the unparalleled advantages arising from the evolution and procession of intellect into a corporeal life than the good resulting from agriculture and corn. The good. And for whatever of horrid and dismal can be conceived in night, nice, supposing it to be perpetually destitute of the friendly illuminations of the moon and stars, such an infinitely more dreadful would be the condition of an earthly nature if deprived of the beneficent Irradiation, irradiations and the supervening ornaments of an intellectual life. And thus much, for the explanation of the Lucinian mysteries and the history of Ceres and Proseprony, in which it must be remembered that, as this fable, according to the excellent observation of Sallust, last already adduced, is of the mixed kind, through the descent of the soul Alice, principally alluded to by these sacred rites, yet they likewise occultly signified, agreeable to the nature of the fable, the procession of divinity, into the sublunary world. But when we view the fable in this part of its meaning, we must be careful not to confound the nature of a partial intellect like ours with one universal and divine, for as everything subsisting about the gods is deified intellect in the highest degree and next to this soul, hence wanderings and ravagements. Lamentations and tears can here only signify the participations and providential energies of these about inferior natures, and this in such a manner as not to derogate from the dignity or impair the perfection in the divine participated essence. I only add that the preceding exposition will enable us to perceive the meaning and beauty of the following representation of the Rape of Persephone from the Her Herliocon Tables of her- Herionymus Alander, as delivered by Kirsch- Kirscher in his Abolicus F- Pamphilius. For here, first of all, we behold Ceres in a car, drawn by two dragons, and afterwards Mediana and Minerva with an inverted calathus at their feet, pointing out to Ceres Persephone, who is hurried away by Pluto in his car, and is in the attitude of one struggling to be free. In the next place, Hercules is represented with his club, in the attitude of one opposing the violence of Pluto, and last of all, Jupiter is represented extending his hand as if willing to assist Persephone in escaping from the embraces of Pluto. <sighs> God, I shall therefore conclude this section with the following remarkable passage from Plutarch, which will not only confirm, but be itself collaborated by the preceding exposition... Then there's a Greek thing here and it says that the ancient physiology, therefore, as well as the Greeks, as the barbarians, was nothing else than a physical discourse involved in fables, concealing many things through enigmas and conjectures and among the rest of mystical theology in which the things spoken were clearer to the multitude than those delivered in silence And the things delivered in silence were more subject to conjecture than what was spoken is manifest from the Orphic verses and the Egyptian and Phrygian discourses. But the orgies of initiations and the symbolical operations of sacred rites especially exhibit the conceptions of the ancients. End of chapter. Hmm. Hmm. As we had said, it's delivered in silence. Uh The things delivered in silence were more subject to conjecture than that which was spoken.